Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast, Ariel's Whisper. We've talked about a variety of subjects such as redefining success, relationships, anxiety. So this week, I thought it would be interesting to chat about friendship. I've had so many people ask me before, Ariel, how do I have good interpersonal skills and be good with people? Don't get me wrong. I think human beings are adorable sometimes, <laughs> but they can also be quite mafine. Quite a pain to deal with. Don't you find it's true that most of our stresses and worries always revolve around dealing with people? When there's people involved, it always gets complicated. I was actually a very shy and introverted person. Not sure if it's my personality or the fact that I moved to Canada when I was three years old. Every time I moved to a new place, I would always feel super nervous. I would be that loner observing the group first, super silent, not making any sound. And I remember when I was in grade one in Canada, every time I stepped into my classroom, I would always be so nervous that I felt like throwing up, and I couldn't eat for the whole day. Of course, the second year I felt much more comfortable with the classmates and teachers around me, but I would still be very quiet. I remember on my report card, my teacher literally wrote, "Ariel excels in all subjects, but she needs to speak up more." <laughs> When I was in third grade, our family moved back to Taiwan. I did not know any Chinese at all. And because it was such a foreign environment for me, I would not eat anything because I was too anxious during the first few days of school. I remember bringing this onigiri rice roll and boiled egg from 7-Eleven for lunch every day. Yet I would not even touch it. My mom was super worried at that time, so she would drive to my school during lunch hours and have me come to the car to have lunch with her. That's where I felt safe and also more relaxed to eat at least something with her in the car. By the second week in school, I got to know my classmates and teachers a little bit better, and I felt more comfortable. I started having an appetite and began to eat normally again. Just from the story, you could tell that first of all, I get nervous super easily. Second, when I have to face new people and a new environment, I'm actually super afraid. It took me also a very long time and lots of experience to slowly understand and learn how to make friends and deal with people. My parents now joke about how I'm such a classic Aquarius type of person, where I have many friends now and I love making friends. I always laugh when I hear them say this. And I also feel very grateful that I have such great people around me who supported me and helped me become the person that I am today. But I have to say, though, I've definitely had many rough and unpleasant experiences dealing with people. So that's why I wanted to share about this friendship topic with you today. In my book, 做好自己喜欢的事就会闪闪发光 I spent a good amount of time talking about friendship and getting along with people, so I highly recommend you to read it. 
I really poured out my heart writing down stories of how I was rejected and bullied and also how I met my best friend during that darkest period of time. It's quite a juicy story actually. <laughs> Please go read my new book. Please support. Okay, coming back to our topic. After I got more comfortable being in school, my elementary memories were actually pretty pleasant. I made a lot of friends, and everyone at that time were also more naive and innocent as kids. There would be occasional gossip groups and cliques formed by, you know, more bossy girls. But even if conflicts and arguments happened, people would still walk in school the second day like it's never happened before. Well, children just play and fight, fight and play, and I guess that's just the, you know, cute cycle in elementary school. The first time, however, I experienced disappointment in friendship was in grade six. There was this very popular girl, let's just call her K for now, and she's very pretty and she has a lot of admirers. One day, she asked a mutual friend if she could get to know me. She was very proactive, and quickly we became good friends. We hung out a lot, and she would even invite me over to her place. And even go on road trips with her family. I still remember visiting her grandma in the countryside. She would take me shopping and gift me cute presents. And even till this day, I still kept a lot of sticky photos we took back in the day. At that time, I really thought we were like best friends. After graduation, we both went to the same junior high school, but for some reason, Kay started ignoring me. And all of a sudden, it's as if our friendship never actually happened. I was very confused, to be honest, and actually quite upset. After a while, I heard from a mutual friend that she had a crush on our class president for a very long time. And I didn't know this class president also had a crush on me until the day of graduation. I suddenly realized. Did Kay approach me and become good friends with me because this guy liked me? I never really had much interaction with the class president, and we didn't keep in touch as well after going to different junior high schools. So when Kay gave up on our friendship at the same time, it made me really question what our friendship really was all this time. Yep. I guess I learned at the age of 12 that being friends is definitely not as simple as it seems. What I didn't know was the next part entering junior high school got even more dramatic and challenging. I won't say much about it here in this podcast because I want y'all to go read my book. I really poured out my heart writing all these memories down, and I have to say, even though it was painful, I'm glad I got over it, and it made me stronger. I still remember having to dig out this dark past while I was writing my book, and it actually brought me nightmares at night. There was this one day I dreamt of the people who bullied me back then in junior high, and then I saw my best friend in a dream as well. I thought she was gonna betray me, but she walked over eventually, and she gave me a huge hug. Telling me that it's all gonna be okay, I immediately burst into tears, and I actually cried myself awake. Even after waking up in bed, 
I still remember tears just kept streaming down my face non-stop, and I couldn't control it. I lay there crying for at least five minutes before I could calm down. If you ever experienced being bullied, excluded, picked on, pushed aside, you name it, I want you to know that it's not your fault. You cannot change the past or what people have done wrong to you, but you can change yourself and make yourself stronger. You can choose to be better and live better because you are always stronger than you think. If you're experiencing bullying right now, please make sure to tell anyone around you that you can trust. No matter it's your teacher, your family, your classmates, your friends, anyone, just anyone, please inform them. When we face people problems, our self-esteem usually gets very twisted and it's very hard to support ourselves because we don't even believe in ourselves at that time. So it's very important at this time to have someone around you that supports you. I remember telling my family about my situation in junior high when I was bullied. And even though they could not really offer any physical or actual help, their mental support meant so much to me. They let me know and believe that I am brave and that it's not my fault and I am strong enough to fight back. So here I actually want to share with you something that I didn't write about in my book, which was, at the end, I actually fought back and stood up against those bullies. I remember it was a sunny afternoon where all of us were in PE on the soccer field. One guy accidentally kicked the ball and hit me pretty hard. I fell towards the ground and was somewhat injured. Then, one of the bullies shouted out, Good job, man! What a great kick! Don't know if it's because of all the anger accumulated inside of me, or I just suddenly could not stand it anymore. I literally stood up and I yelled back at the girl firmly and from the whole class. I said, I dare you to say that again. <laughs> that girl just stood there shocked. And maybe she never expected one day I would actually stand up against her like that. I even said it the second time, even louder. I dare you to say that again. Wow, kudos to myself. Every time I think of this, I cannot help thank myself for that impulsive, brave move. Because that moment really changed my life. Ever since then, no one in the class actually dared to say anything like that towards me anymore. I felt stronger. And the moment I did become stronger, everyone else seemed to know that and started respecting me for that. If you're also facing a similar situation being bullied or excluded, but there is no one around you who can support you, I want you to know, I support you. Listen, you are always stronger and braver than you think. I believe you are and you can be, but you have to believe in yourself as well. I know bullying happens all the time. In fact, most of the people I know all go through bullying or have similar problems with people at some point in their lives. Especially in school, 
Usually, bullying happens when someone is different or stands out. For example, it could be because that person does really well academically, could be seen as their teacher's pet, like me, or it could be a certain feature, no matter it's physical or mental, that makes the person appear weaker or more vulnerable. Hence, giving the bullies a chance to pick on them. I spent lots of years, even till now. Learning to tell myself that it's okay to be different. I used to think that in order to fit in and not be picked on, I should hide myself, be invisible, please others, go with the majority, etc. But I ended up really losing myself, and I hated being like that. It's such a torment. And I truly believe that God created us as individuals to be unique and have our own distinct individuality. It was exactly after experiencing all of this that made me realize, besides growing stronger, I also learned a key lesson that is, to not judge others. When we can really not judge others, we won't judge ourselves as well. And other people's judgment will also not affect us that much anymore. This epiphany really had a huge impact on my relationship with basically anyone, especially on my friendships. I moved back to Canada after junior high school, which you can read about the story, also somewhat dramatic, in my book. And、uh, it's like everything going back to zero again. I had to face a new environment. Relearn the language and culture, and of course, make new friends. But this time, I told myself, I'm going to be different. And then, my life actually did turn out differently. So, as we are approaching the end of this podcast, I want to share with you a few tips that I've come up with over the past few years in terms of getting along with people and making friends. First, It's very important to classify and understand that there are generally three groups of people, well, three groups of friends that we would have acquaintances, regular friends, and true or best friends. Usually, the ratio of these three types is 60 to 30 to 10, and it can vary in different life stages. So, now for me, my ratio is around 75 to 25 to 5. Understanding that there are these three types of friends allow us to clearly remind ourselves that we cannot be friends with everyone, and there is also no need for us to please everyone. We are all different in our own ways. We have different vibes, different characters, different personalities. And if you get along with a certain person, great. If you don't, that's okay. Don't force it. Some people, no matter how hard you try, will just not get along with you. And you need to face that and accept it. I mean, just let it go. You can still be Facebook friends, though. No big deal. But if you do really meet someone who gets along with you and is also nice and treats you well, then remember to cherish that friendship. I'm a huge advocate for spending time on people and things that are worth it. Our time is too limited and too precious to be wasted. 
Especially now after graduation, I find that everybody has their own busy schedules, and it becomes harder and harder to maintain relationships. So knowing which friends are worthy of your time and energy is super important. There is also another question that people ask a lot: How do I make friends, and how do I maintain long-lasting friendships? I would say the first thing is be proactive. I know it's always hard to make the first step. We all have fears running deep inside of us, the fear particularly to be rejected. But if you really think about it, what is there to really lose, even if you're rejected? Once you step out of that comfort zone and display your sincerity of really wanting to be a good friend. I'm sure most people can feel your intentions and are open about it. We all love to be cared for, and who also doesn't love some attention and affection? For example, I remember on the first day of school back to Canada when I was 15, I literally reached out to people around me in class, introducing myself and just getting to know them as well. I was quite shy. But I was being sincere, and I genuinely wanted to be a good friend to those around me. Though I didn't get to befriend everyone I reached out to at that time, there were still a lot of meaningful friendships made as a result. And even till this day, in fact, this morning, I would still talk to and keep in touch with these friends that I met at that time. I'm very thankful that I took that first step. So I can have these amazing friendships I have till today. I hope this inspires you as well to always give it a try, because you really have nothing to lose by just asking and being yourself, and being sincere and genuine. After taking that first step of being proactive, the next step is what I mentioned before: no judgment. Being open and open-minded is super crucial. If we can really take off our rose-colored glasses and see people without judging them critically, it's also easier for us to appreciate them and be more loving. I really believe that we should all treat others the way that we want to be treated. No one wants to be judged, and I do find that when I don't judge others. I can really be myself and like myself, because I would not care so much about what others think of me, or if they're judging me as a result. For example, I used to think that people who are super straightforward can be a little bit obnoxious at times. When I first met my best friend in Canada, called Tiki, she literally said to me in my face, "I hate you." Wow, I remembered it so clearly, and she was not even joking. It kind of pissed me off, to be honest, and I kind of judged her for being so straightforward, and found this a little bit annoying. Well, not a little bit, quite annoying. However, the more I got to know her, I realized how this straightforwardness was actually a great trait because she would be super honest with her opinions, and I would not have to guess what she's thinking. She's very clear on what she wants, and she's very direct about it. I love this about her, actually, and we gradually became best friends. It's so funny how till this day I still joke about the story with her. 
By the way, shout out to Tiki. I love you. So now, whenever I meet people who really embrace themselves and just be who they really are, I truly feel happy for them. As long as they don't hurt themselves or hurt others, they can do whatever they want and just be themselves. When I really think like this and have this mindset as well, I find myself being more confident in who I am. And I feel happier as a result to just simply be authentic and allow myself to embrace whatever I do and my being as a person. Although I do have quite some friends, I still think my brother Kelvin is the master of dealing with people and making friends. He genuinely loves to be around all kinds of people and he actually enjoys it. I often ask him what his secret is. He told me, don't be too picky. So, besides being non judgmental, not setting such a high expectation on others is also key when it comes to making friends. We are all imperfect in some ways, and there will definitely be times when we have disagreements with others. Maybe it's because I had to move back and forth constantly since I was young. I would often experience seasonal friendships, quote unquote. And to me, it's kind of the same idea as birds and migration. There will be different people showing up in our lives in each season. And when they do, we all try to have a good time being around each other and just get through that season together. Isn't that also something very precious, though? Meeting different people at different stages in life and just helping each other grow, whether it's intentional or not. There will be people that we get along, which is great, but there will also be people that we don't. And it's okay because it's just another opportunity to learn and move on. Though thinking back now, I may also have met quite a few people who gave me a hard time. I'm still grateful for them because they definitely pushed me to be better, and I would not have become the person I am today without every person I've encountered in my life, good or bad. Last tip for making friends build yourself up and take care of yourself first. If you're in a good state, physically and mentally, and you're open to people, you treat people sincerely and genuinely, then I believe people around you will definitely feel and sense it, and they will want to become your friend. It's amazing that we always, always attract people that are similar to us or give off a similar vibe or aura. It's a fact that when you become a certain type of person, you will naturally attract friends who are like that. As well. Well, if we look at it backwards, you are indeed the sum of your five closest friends. So ask yourself what kind of person do you want to become? What kind of people do you want to attract? It's so important to know what you want and to be firm about it before you start realizing you're wasting time, being hurt. And losing yourself in the wrong relationships. Even if you feel like right now you don't really have good friends, that's okay. Some things can't be rushed or forced, 
And I believe that God will always place the right people in our lives at the right time. Maybe there is already someone like that around you. So please remember to appreciate and cherish them. Give them a call or send them a text message and just be there for them. Just like how you want to be treated and how friends are also there for you when you need help. Is there someone today that you are reminded of as we speak about this? Someone that you might not have chatted for a while, but you know it's time to give them a little nudge and perhaps send some love and care? Could there also be someone today that you want to reach out again and fix the relationship, but you haven't had the opportunity or even the courage to do so? I encourage you today to really think about which people are deserving of our time and attention. Especially now during COVID, we have more time at home to reevaluate what we spend our time on. I hope it's on the people that matter the most to us. There is never a need to please everybody. All we need are the people who are worthy of our love and love us back. That is enough. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode and this podcast series so far. Please, please feel free to comment below just anything that you resonate with or any stories that you would like to share with me. Also, let me know what other topics that you would be interested in hearing. And I hope to talk to you soon again. Remember to subscribe to my podcast and give a five-star review. And remember to follow me on my social media. Lastly, remember to pre-order and buy my book, 做好自己喜欢的事就会闪闪发光. Alright, so I'm going to end this podcast with this song called Starry Night, Xingxiu which I released back in 2019, Valentine's Day actually. I originally wrote this song with a friendship theme in mind, but I guess it just gradually turned out to be more of a romantic song. Anyway, um, I still think that good friendships are like stars in night that give us light and they point out directions for us and just really warm us up. So I hope you enjoy the song Starry Night, Xingxiu. And you can find it on my YouTube channel as well and on streaming platforms. Enjoy, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.